Hi, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Center, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. Today is episode 31. I'm your host, Matt Tapio. With me is Santa. Santa, how's your new year rocking for you? It's been pretty crappy, but, you know, <laughs> it's getting there. Crappy? No, no, it's, it just, work has been awful, but other yeah. than that, yeah, it's The fine. Titans won? Yeah, Titans yeah, I guess won. the Titans won, that's good. And more important, the Patriots lost. But it's been two days since the Titans have won, and now Monday has reared its ugly head. Is yeah. this your, was this your first day officially back? No, no, I've been back. Okay, so you worked the second and the third of yeah, January. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He worked New Year's Eve too. Dang. Yeah. He worked the twenty sixth. It said nobody else has been there. I, I've been working by myself the last four days. That's a lot nicer. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that could be nice. You're right. No, yeah. that's awful. Because <laughs> you, you have to do more. Shit. You have to do yeah. more shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. At least I you mean, don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't talk to anyone anyways. Well, then it's pretty much a lose lose. <sighs> yeah. Nobody well. wins. Nicole, how's your 2020 rocking? It's going. It's it's going. Your book is being written by you. Yeah. And turned in I in some pieces in, of shape and form. Turned in some stuff to my editor, so... We'll Who see. knew you could make so much money, you know, your Twilight fan fiction has finally come <laughs> yeah. to fruition. It's, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Twilight <laughs> fan slash fiction. Yeah. Um, look for it. It's going to be the next uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, I don't think it's going to be that way. No, no. It's a textbook, so in case you all are wondering, this is not a fun book. It's a, it's a, it's it a different be a fun book, depending on your Is your it a pers- textbook about how great the Fifty Shades of Grey book is? What What if it was? <laughs> I'd read it. It's a different kind of library fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> library <laughs> fantasy. Yep. I'm drinking a nice Miller Lite, a classic beer. It's a fine Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Fine Pilsner. Right Triple hopped. Yeah. Indeed. Award winning, isn't it? Oh, many Let's awards. Let's see, does it say? It, it's I, I, one, it's it's one award for award. least filling. It, yeah. And tastes great. Oh, that's it, it does, Budweiser. Bud Budweiser? Oh, yeah. It does say know. a fine Pilsner beer. It is a it fine, is fine Pilsner. Pilsner. Cameron, how's things going for you? Um, I got home today, tried to hug my daughter, and she said, Ooh, Dad, gross. You smell like Parmesan cheese. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so her, her nose is yeah. really developing here. We, we've narrowed also, it down to... Parmesan cheese. Yeah, yeah. She has way worse things to smell like. She, when did you have Parmesan cheese? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know what she was talking about. Uh, spill some? Is that Italian know, blood in you? you know, know, either smell like spaghetti or Parmesan. She does say everything smells like Parmesan, so that's what's okay. going on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I'd have a little longer than two and a half before my daughter didn't want to hang out with me. Give it some time. Yeah. You know? She'll come around at 30. Wasn't she sort of kind of shooing Kristen, your wife, a little bit? Like, they're not interested. She was real attached to me, and it's, like, flipped hard, and now she, like, yeah. no one's mom. But, so 2020's off to a, a difficult start as a parent, <laughs> but other than that, it's good. I can see clearly. Hmm. 2020. 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that <laughs> to happen, and Cameron, I'm glad you're hey, the person who did just it. knocking it out. Knocking it out. We, can, we got that joke out of the way early. <laughs> All right. Thank you for, for being that person. Yeah. So... Uh, well, great. I'm glad everyone's 2020 is off to a rambunctious start. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to cover uh, one main topic today, which is we all saw the new Star Wars movie, uh, and I do want us to get into that. Before we, before we jump in, let's, let's sort of kind of warm up. Um, Gold Globes were on last night. We're recording this day after Golden Globes. 
Um, so uh, last year we actually tried to, you know, do a poll to see how good we were about picking it. And Santa, I, I recall, we didn't do so good. We were like below 50%. Uh, you were the closest. So it was a lot like of not even random chance. Yeah, it was a lot of it was the TV stuff because that, that I didn't know. Right. Yeah. TV stuff, but it, you know, as you said last year, this is a good sort of a warm up to kind of figure out what the Oscars is going to be like. Yeah, and this year, and the Emmys to some extent as well. This year, they're earlier. The Oscars are earlier this year, and because like the uh, the nominations are going to be out uh, this coming Sunday, I think Sunday or Monday, and then and then the Oscars are at the end of February or early February or something. Usually they're in March or late February. I don't know, but it regardless. seems like the Oscars is like usually like in February, so that's kind of like I remember it always like two weeks after the Super two, Bowl, something yeah. like that. So, uh, and then I mean this year's with the it's it's gonna be pretty wide open. I think there there isn't a lot of like definitive winner stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, there's people who think that something should win it, but I don't. There there was so much spread. I don't think there was one. When TV show or movie Cameron that dominated the Golden Globes, I didn't know if you had a chance. I didn't. To. The only part of the Golden Globes I watched was Ricky Gervais telling all of the celebrities to fuck off in the beginning. Um, and that's really, but that's probably the most important part. It's really sometimes yeah. the best part. Yeah. Everything else you can just catch at at the end. I heard that or, 1917 won a lot of awards, and like I don't even know if that's been released in theaters. No, yet. it's in theaters actually right now. Right, yeah, now. it just came out this past, or it's it's been limited and now it's wide. Okay, yeah. Like, as, because I've I've been seeing previews. I'm sure it's a great movie, but so let's let's at least talk about some of the the best picture nominees. Mm-hmm. But they're both for drama and musical. And we Tyler and I kind of realized that we hadn't seen a lot of them. Uh, so I'm I'm going to name off just a few: Irishman, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Santa, help me out. What were some of the other ones? Jump to a war. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole's looking at it. Uh, Hang on a second. We gotta Google this shit. Well, like Joker. 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 Okay, oh, that okay. was one. Marriage so Story. Marriage Story. Yeah, I heard real good things about that. So we realized we hadn't seen most of them, mm-hmm. if not all of them. Uh, so we feverishly started watching some of them. Nicole, what was your guys' status? Have you guys seen any of those five or six movies we just listed? We have seen exactly none of them. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing with these award shows. Like, I saw maybe 30 movies that were released last year, most of them in theaters, a couple rentals, and none of them were had nominated for anything. The closest was Rocket Man. Uh, yeah, Rocket, Rocket, Rocket Man was one we had seen. Rocket Man was, and Knives Out was a nominee for motion, best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, we saw that one too. And did, did uh, no, he didn't get nominated because that was Brad Pitt. Well, he got nominated, but he didn't win. Um, what about you, Cameron? Have you seen any of those? I've seen none of those. Um, I really want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I heard it was good. So literally, um, we just saw Rocket Man. Um, yeah, I, I want to see Rocket Man too. I hear that was pretty good, but um, you know. So we did open up uh, the old, you know, digital media recorder mm-hmm. devicey thingy that we have that allows us to downstream movies. Uh-huh. Uh, we saw The Irishman. It took us two days because it's like three yeah. hours and twenty minutes long. That's one of the few movies where I actually have the ability to watch it because it came out on Netflix. But I heard from everybody that it's like. 
three and a half hours, and the best response I got is that it's okay. Like, so it's one of those movies where, so I I, I agree, it's it's good, but it's uh-huh. not like oh my god, it's right. a Scorsese film that is topping all Scorsese films. All I heard, the most common thing I heard was like, hey, remember Goodfellas? It's like that. Yeah, and I, another thing was we kept looking for ch- chances to like, okay, we can't watch all three hours. We're going to pause it and right. come back. It's kind of difficult because there wasn't really a break. Not mm-hmm. like it was constant action, but there was never... It just kept going from story to story to story mm-hmm. to story. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a built-in commercial break. No, definitely not. Not a, a pause or a lull or even where you could say... I mean, you could argue like maybe the first part where they didn't have Al Pacino's Jimmy Hoffa at all. Mm-hmm. You could say that was Al one maybe, but but uh, it was Santa interesting because they did a lot of the um, the de aging stuff. Yeah, that's what uh, the one thing I read was how Robert De Niro is like like he plays like a thirty year old or something, and it's not really believable. Well, he plays different. People mm-hmm. over time, or, but but yes, he, he played a thirty-year-old at one point in time, and his, he's trying to beat the crap yeah, out of his somebody. Face, his face looks young, but his, his body is still old. <laughs> right, like he's trying to beat up <laughs> a person in the street, and he's kicking him, yeah. and you can tell it's like his body movement is not not where it should be. Nicole, I think they actually had a body double. No, no, they not. If they had a body double, it would be much better. They, I think they had like a nurse or some oh, sort God. of body. <laughs> Person on, on staff. <laughs> How old is Robert De Niro? Seventy something, right? They're getting, they're getting up there, man. Google. I mean, Pesci was retired, and they had to talk him out of retirement mm-hmm. to come in the movie. Um, so it was. I think it was good, but it was not great. I felt similarly. The other one that we snuck in was What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, good, good Tarantino thing. Mm-hmm. Not great, and also kind of not what I expected, but not like. The not what I expected in a good way with Tarantino. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, there was a lot of people, Cameron. You're a big Tarantino person, right? I've seen at least a few of them. Almost all. I mean, you're not like a dedicated. I don't. I don't think he's like fucking god, but I I really enjoy most of his movies. Like I thought, the Hateful Eight was really interesting and cool how they did it. I wish I had gone and seen it in that special theater screening uh, thing that they did when they released it. But yeah, who got the time for that? You're a Kill Bill guy. Love Kill Bill. Um, not, not it's not. I think Pulp Fiction is better. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is his ninth movie, and I, I do think there was plenty of other movies before that that were that was better. It wasn't his worst, but certainly not his best. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we talked about how we haven't seen Joker. I, we have seen Rocket Man, and I don't know if I can muster myself to see. The marriage story. I think. No. I don't personally want to see it because, like, I'm. I don't go in for depressing movies where you know that it ends in like tragedy and you just see these people like go through a hard time in their lives. But the the one reason I do want to see it is because like Adam Driver, captain of an enormous franchise behemoth, Scarlett Johansson, major participant in a different franchise behemoth. And it's just like this small movie where they're acting in rooms, and it's just like hard, all hardcore actor shit. Yeah. And they're actually really talented actors, which you could forget if you just focused on their action movie careers, you know? So Nicole not interested in the marriage story? No. I'm tired. I'm tired. I need happy movies now. Yeah. Like, if I, like, I only have You picked so the much. wrong month. I only... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck well, you, it's January. We got Bad Boys coming out. Yeah, that's true. Um... 
gosh, like, I really love movies, but if I'm going to spend hours of my life watching a movie, I, I really need something that will... I want to. I want to enjoy it. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. So, Santa, do you think you and Nicole are going to check out any of this stuff pre-Oscars, or I'm just like, just suck it up I'm and like just say, vaguely, "Look, it is what it is." I'm kind of interested in 1917. Yeah, probably 1917. That one at least has some action in it. Yeah. yeah. You need and action. how is it? It's they're always based on a true story, but like, how accurate is it supposed to be? Because that matters a lot to me with war movies at this point. Like. I want to learn something. Well, I can tell you, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is wholly in- inaccurate. So, well, that's because all of his movies are set in an alternate universe. Yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, have you seen Inglorious Bastards? They blow up Hitler with dynamite at the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And um, uh, yeah, I, I guess I I should qualify that statement. It, like a, a war movie that is, you know, mostly based in yeah. Like in I want to learn something. Reality is certainly different. Obviously, yeah. they can't get all the dialogue correct, but like you, they can get the events. I'm sure, it's correct. like that something like this may have happened. I mean, it the war happened. Obviously, that's real. Sure, but and then the, it, this could be embellished. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Saving Private Ryan, that particular person was a fiction. But the things that they showed you in the movie were real, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I want to see jo- when does Joker start streaming? Uh, it's be, it's going to be out tomorrow digitally, and so to buy starting uh, tomorrow. So probably uh-huh. in, 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 another in, couple in, weeks yeah, for the rent. Yeah. You might be able to see it on the plane. Is there any? Um, yeah, you probably could. Probably could. I know you can see it at. If you want to go rent a hotel, they, they got it on there. Yeah, I almost did that once, it. but it's twenty goddamn dollars to do that. <laughs> to rent so like, the hotel, or yeah. just oh, like I, I, I think that's actually cheap. I mean, what, what hotel are you staying at? It was a Hampton Inn, and the, it oh, wasn't wow. Joker. It was some oh, it was, it was some movie that like I had missed in theaters, but like really wanted to see, and I was, I was like, well, I'm going to do some research for the podcast. Sure it was like Debbie does Dallas. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've paid less for X, triple X in hotel rooms. Yeah. Those were like $7. I don't actually know that. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it was $20. And I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. It's- no, $20 for the movie, I'd definitely get. Not $20 to rent the hotel room. No, I'm sorry. It was $20 to rent the movie at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you found a $20 hotel, that's uh, a pretty interesting I remember hotel. when it was Shazam was that movie. And I was like, hmm, I don't think Shazam's worth $20. They do make them expensive yeah. when you rent from a hotel. Because I remember just growing up. Captive audience. Wanting yeah. to, you know, watch. Like, hey, Dad, Home Alone is on here. Can we right. watch that? And he's like, hell no. You know, yeah. it's just whatever. But I'm like, watch I, it in your mind, son. I can see it now before he comes out on VHS. Right. So look that up, kids. What a VHS is. Do we know what streaming service it's going to be on? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I want to watch Use that. Use the Google machine. Or ask Tyler. She'll, she's good about that. She's kind of like your personal Google machine. Oh, Google Tyler. Yeah, Google Tyler. It's a Warner just, Brothers thing, so probably HBO. Oh, uh, well, that doesn't help me, does it? I'll just rent it on Amazon. Eh, just, well, Apple TV's good because you can just search and it'll look at all the available streaming. So mm-hmm. whether it's you know, it, from Apple it or Hulu or, or Amazon. Part of a it would be nice or, if it was on Prime or, or Netflix. Cause I that won't be until later. Yeah, yeah right, exactly, yeah. Much later. Yeah, so I, I should just rent it. So that's our recap of a lot of the movies that we didn't see. Nominated <laughs> <laughs> for, for the Golden Globe. Uh, so well, I like it easier with the Oscars because, you know, they... they, they, they they parse it down, you know, because like Golden Globes has two different 
genre categories. You know, yes, drama the, and the musical drama comedy, and the music. Yeah. You know, would so, you consider? Would you uh, consider Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a comedy musical or comedy? I think so. It was mostly comedy. Okay. Yeah, it certainly wasn't drama. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could yeah. argue Kill Bill was drama or mm-hmm. um, Pulp, Pulp Fiction was drama. Was drama. Yeah. But no, Once but Upon a Time in Hollywood was absolutely a comedy, in my opinion. It was a dark comedy. Like there was, I was laughing more than there was moments where it was very intense. But on the whole, I was like laughing through that movie. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to spoil it with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. but. There's not a lot of violence, but when the violence does happen, it's comical. You, you yeah. kind of start laughing, even though it's terrible. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. still very comical. Um, so uh, I, I do think Brad Pitt and Leonardo were worthy of the nomination. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think they should have won it. Brad Pitt won the Golden Globe for supporting actor. Did Leo win something also? Leo didn't win. I thought oh, Leo was. Over again. I think they were both were yeah. worthy of nomination. I don't think any of them was worthy of a win. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick one over the other, I would have picked Leo because honestly, I felt like Brad Pitt just played his character. Like sometimes you know he just does that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of movies where you know Fight Club or uh, Thirteen Monkeys. He's playing the character right, for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow, if like Ocean's Eleven and all he's those, Brad Pitt he's just playing Brad Pitt. A Brad Pitt, film. yeah, yeah, and that's essentially what I yeah. think he did. Oh. In, we in we the, saw one of time. the nominees for animated. Oh, what'd you see? We saw Frozen Two. Two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. You didn't see Toy Story Four. We did no. not see Toy Story Four. Okay. Or you Missing did. Link. Or Missing Link, Link was the one that won. Yeah. yeah. So. Toy Story Four was the one that won. No, no. Missing Link. No, Missing Link. What? I didn't even hear about that. It's the Bigfoot thing. Yeah, Bigfoot. Oh, uh, did anybody see that? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I guess the judges did. Yeah. This is the time of whether or not you actually want to dedicate your time to go to our our artsy movie theater, the Bell Court in Nashville, and see uh-huh. all the yeah. short films and animated films. And I really liked like doing that. that before I had children. The, yeah. the short animated shorts I thought was a super fun afternoon. Well, you, Santa and Nicole, did that with like our friends, the Deebs, right? One year, was that you, Cameron? We did. I did it with Santa. We've done it one year. We've done it. I've done it at least once. Worth checking out. Usually, one of your art house theaters is going to have the mm-hmm. the short films, or the short documentaries. More, I thought that was more for the the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. for the Oscars, but you know, whatever. All right. Well, we've beat around the bush long enough. Let's talk about this damn Star Wars movie. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, what was it at Rotten Tomatoes? I think before I saw it, it was fifty-seven or fifty-eight percent. Yeah, I think so, it's basically what, held Do you know what it is Rotten now? Rotten Tomatoes on the Google machine. Probably fifty-six. Still. Is that fifty-four percent ah. on the tomatoes? So yeah. I, I'll, I'll give a brief uh, setting of me seeing it. I was in Vegas Friday afternoon. Uh, there's one theater on the Strip. Which is just a shitty theater, Cameron. They mm-hmm. they don't have the. That's kind of surprising or not surprising. It because the strip is nice, but you don't go to the strip to watch a movie. I, I think so. I think they probably said if we're gonna make a movie theater, let's not make it like a nice one because we don't want we yeah. people out there. Cuts gambling. away from the gambling. Unless we can figure out how to gamble while you're in the theater. How many screens? Gamble uh, on what's gonna happen next. I think it was like three or four on the strip. So I I went to this one that that did have the nice seating and the nice sound Santa and everything else, and it was like a twenty minute commute. And when I got dropped off, I realized that the only thing that was of, you know, nicety in the area that I was in, North Las Vegas, was this movie theater. Everything else was just a shithole 
part of, of Las Vegas. Uh, not crowded at all. Um, good, good theater. Mm-hmm. Um, small screen, but whatever. Good popcorn. Good popcorn. You know, the out west, Nicole, they do the popcorn right because okay. yes. So you are given your popcorn, and if you want butter or everything else, you go to the station. You put as much oh. butter as you want. It's kind it of a. Like- it was like that at our AMC theater. Why doesn't Regal entrust us to do our own butter in this town? I, I, it good question. It turned kind of into a big mess. Because, it, because it's messy. Because people, uh, people are messy. Because seven-year-olds will blast butter all over the floor. Popcorn yeah. everywhere. I do not know tripping how much. hazard. I do not know how much butter I want. Every time I've done that. I, 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 I want no butter. I'm not a no butter guy. <laughs> There's enough butter in the oil. Mm-hmm. And then they also have... What's the Coke machine where you get all the flavors? Oh, I love those. Santa mm-hmm. hates those. I hate those. because Well, they slow everybody down, right? <laughs> yeah, it takes forever. Anyways, they have one of those, too. But that's a I'm par a... for the course for theaters out west. Mm-hmm. Um, saw it, walked out. It was just eerily quiet in the freaking desert, and mm-hmm. I, I felt alone and disappointed. Did you just drop to your knees going, no? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, yes. it, it, it was close. And then somebody popped out of the woodwork and was like, it rhymes. <laughs> It, it was close to that. Uh, it, part of me was like, I, I'm not really into this, but is, Cameron, is there, is there a weed dispenser nearby? I can right. I can buy some weed, smoke it, go back in, and hope that it gets a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so that Probably was my not, experience. Yeah. Um, I was the first one to see it. I think, Santa Nicole, yeah. you were next. Uh, what was y'all's reaction? I went into it with zero. With I, I knew it was going to be bad. I expected it. Yeah. I wasn't looking for anything good. And I think that made me not hate it as much as... If I'd gone in there expecting something, like a, a, a decent movie... Well, that's also because <laughs> you read all the spoilers. I did. Okay, yeah. I'm I, really interested to hear about that in a second. I did way. read all the spoilers beforehand. So but I, you guys didn't say it was bad. You guys said it was kind of okay to almost good. Well... Not good, but there were moments, maybe I have to go back to my textbook. Exactly there's a, there's, there were moments we enjoyed, but if you, you just can't think hard about anything. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like the fact that there were only two of the doohookies ever created to get to Sith World. Yeah. That's so stupid. Did they say that there were only two? Yes, they explicitly stated there was only two. And if there's only two, why two? Why not just one? You know, like because they needed one. Just because there's two Siths. There's two Siths. Uh, <laughs> hey, Lee, hey, that the is Seth. the best. That is the but best re- answer. I, I'm, but I'm totally making that out of my ass. I don't even think they said that in the movie. No, they didn't say that. They, it's it's, it's two poetry, Siths. Cameron. It rhymes. Yeah. So, God. if you just start thinking about the Sith world too much, everything just gets so stupid. Like how. How did they make all those ships? Did they get contract workers? How did they get them out there? Did they have their own little doohickeys? Did they get rid of the doohickeys? Where did where did the people come yeah. from? Were they drones? How? how or, are, I mean, drones, clones who that were, were in the ship. Who were all those people that were like chanting in their little Sith robes? Yeah. I right. thought they were also maybe clones. Like, <laughs> were they clones or they, were they like all of the Sith that had come before? Yeah, they like, were just spirits. They were all a bunch yeah. of yeah, maybe I don't know. But they, if you, doesn't matter. If just, you, just, 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 just keep yeah. on going. Just if you think going. too hard about any yeah. of that, you're just going to get angry and upset and mad at, at the movie. But if you just sit there and be like, oh, cool, golden lightsaber. Then... So let's go. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the details. But <laughs> yeah. you, good points. I want to give everybody's reactions. So we're going to code Cameron. Um, I'm, I'm assuming Santa, yours was similar to Nicole's, except for the fact you didn't see the spoiler. No, they're pretty, yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I was just saying, like, I, I went in with the mindset of, like, I'm going to watch uh, an action movie, uh, you know, like a Fast and the Furious movie. So I just shut uh-huh. my brain hey. off 
and just just if you did go into that, stuff, that was probably actually your best. Yeah, I don't yeah. you said I don't want any closure. <laughs> I just want to see action and yeah. some some fan service. Yeah. I think you'd probably be okay. And that's what I got. So. Yeah. Um, I just thought. I mean, we'll get in the details in a second, like you said. But I just thought. Um, for a movie that was supposed to be the end of something, it had zero balls. Like, wh- why can nobody actually die? You know, like, they yeah. don't have the guts to let anybody really die. Um, and it was, like, you know, you guys warned me to turn my brain off before I saw it. And even if I, you know, try not to turn my brain off, they just throw so much shit at you so fast to make sure you can't keep up with what's going on. Yes. Because it's like, if you actually wrote out the, the plot arc of this, it's just a bunch of like, go get the thing to get the thing to get the thing. Yep. Just MacGuffins within it's, MacGuffins. Yes, it's, I gotta get the MacGuffin to yeah. get the MacGuffin to get the MacGuffin. Right, and, and it's like, it's, it's fucking stupid. Like, what, what was the point of that dagger? I don't know. Uh, what was the point of anything? Uh, and so it's just real fast, to, so you can't Whatever think we can about do it. to get to the end scene, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, uh, Ray, Ray and, and Kylo Palpatine. fighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kylo, you know, redeeming himself right. to become Ben again, mm-hmm. saving Ren from the fight with mm-hmm. Palpatine, and yeah. then celebration. Right. Yeah. That was whatever we can do to get. How to do that we get moment. to this end scene? And yeah. and and I want to cram in a lot of stuff in there, so I have to make it fast. Yeah. I, I feel like some of the moments that were in the movie were made just because like some concept artist sat around and drew some cool stuff. Yes. And then JJ was like, yeah, this looks awesome. Look at this cool knife that they're using to find the place to go. Let's put that in there. And then he puts that in the yes pile. Yeah. And then right. he doesn't like this other picture. So no, that's not in there. Like, I, oh, I, I like this yeah, uh, I like droid this, yeah. that looks like a vacuum. I like clean, these. A va- uh, or not, a hairdryer. Head. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah let's, what, let's, I forgot about the. Let's what make the him hell a thing. Is that? And or, what, what about this woman? That's kind of like interesting character. Let yeah. Let's make or, her somewhere. Yeah. And are these cool horse things running across yeah. a spaceship? Yeah. We definitely want that. And so then he's like, "This is what I want." And then the writers were like, "Oh my god!" Like, write me a book based this? on these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and so they tried, and this was what we got. But if you just focus on those cool pictures, yeah. I mean, I thought the scene of the crash Death Star on uh, the Endor moon, you know, I thought that was a legitimately awesome scene. Um, it doesn't make any sense at all that this ancient dagger would somehow line up with the wreckage of right. the thing that crashed 30 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. And they were given instruction to, like, go to this part of there are no the planet on that. or moon. Yeah, they're just standing on some overlook. Yeah, they just happen to be walking across the most perfect spot yeah. where it's just like, boom, yes, that. So even yeah. if you want to say there was a prophecy of the fact that the second yeah. Death Star would... Prophesize that the Death Star would not only, you know, be blown up, but its wreckage would look exactly like this on a mm. planet with, like, continuous ocean battering it, you know? So... A lot of uses of MacGuffins, uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think MacGuffin was a popular thing in the Star Wars. I think this sort of kind of just got introduced. Can you recall of a MacGuffin, really? I mean, one could argue that maybe the the the, the Death Star plans and 
in New Hope was a MacGuffin and the fact that everybody's trying to get yeah, the droid. But that's like the correct use of a MacGuffin. It's like a thing that advances the plot. I mean, the MacGuffins aren't inherently bad, but but this shit. But Santa, we've seen movies with MacGuffins. We love a yeah. lot of movies with MacGuffins. The Marvel Sir universe is at MacGuffins. For a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I just, this is... That's what the Infinity Stones are. Yeah, this right. is very... This, uh, J.J. Abrams, you know, he, he all of his movies are derivative. They're, you know... Bits and pieces from other things, that kind of stuff. I mean, this this movie felt so much like Endgame. Some some of the a, oh, a lot of the yeah. scenes. And, yeah, and when all the when all the people showed up to help fight on like Sith planet, I leaned over to Santa and I whispered, "Avengers assemble!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there that's was exactly that, what it was. Everything was on the screen, mm-hmm. right? Every single ship that you could possibly mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. of. Yeah, and Lando was like War Eagle. Where you going? He's an Auburn fan. What's that guy's name? Hawkeye? No. Which one? War Machine? War Machine. War Machine. That's Falcon. Falcon. Falcon was like on your left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was very close with War Eagle. My brain is very tired after a long day at work. So, Cameron, they were afraid to kill anybody off, even for a short amount of time. Yeah. Like, so you thought, like, oh, shit, did Ray just blow up a ship and kill Chewbacca? Right. And it One wasn't scene. until the very next yeah. scene. If you're gonna if you're gonna have him not die, like at least have some suspense build, like Yes. The next scene, he's not dead. Also kind C- of killing C three PO. At least they waited like a couple scenes before he got his memory back, and they didn't even really care about you know like C three goes like let me look upon you one more time, yeah, my yeah. friends, and they're just like okay, can we hurry this up? We yeah, gotta, they we gotta wipe his memory. They I don't, all I really hate C three. They, they barely know fucking him. Hate him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also like he's not. They're not his closest friends. His closest friends are Luke and Leia, and they're already dead. R two D two is his closest friend. Yeah, to be honest, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. But if R two D two was there, then they couldn't introduce how R two D two gave him his memory back. Yeah. Even though C three O specifically said he's bad at it, he had or he hasn't made a backup of me in a while. Yeah, yeah. God, it was. They did it at least three times in that movie. Four, if you count Harrison Ford. They pussied out on killing Chewbacca. They pussied out on killing C three P O. They pussied out on killing Ray. Like, again, not even one scene. Like, she's dead. Kylo comes and saves her. You know, like... They pussied out on killing Kylo. Um, I mean, he eventually Other issues I had... uh, I visibly said, oh, you gotta be kidding me, when Kylo or Ben and Ray kissed uh, Nicole. Uh What was your initial reaction to that? I saw it coming from a mile away. Um, That was one of the spoilers I read, I believe, too. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But they were building up to it. So were they? Like, yeah, I leaned over to Santa and I said, now kiss. And then they kissed. Like, okay. Just the way they were looking at each other. Was the kiss important to sort of have a a closure? Because, I mean, I a think, lot of the movie that I think they, or trilogy they did get right, is focusing on those two characters and some connection between them. Yeah. Even if not romantic. They had a lot of... I don't know if it was necessarily romantic chemistry, but they were great on screen together. Mm-hmm. And the, the scenes where they were acting with each other were always very compelling. Um, I, I just kind of really hate when people die or sacrifice themselves to save a loved one. I think it's a really cheesy trope. Mm-hmm. And it has to be done really well for it to be meaningful, and it wasn't. So it, it just felt kind of 
felt kind of flat, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have liked it if they had actually redeemed him, not by his death, but by, like, yeah, I'm going to try to make things right from here on out mm-hmm. with the rest of my life. Even if they redeem him through his death, like, compare that to how Vader sacrifices himself to save Luke. Like, mm-hmm. Vader, like, did a thing, and he got the climactic moment of killing the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Like, in this one, Rey kills the Emperor and then dies because she, like, her life force is exhausted, and he just shows up and, like, gives her his. And, and I also just don't get it because they made a big deal of showing how Rey had force healing. Yeah, right. he but just then magically he has it. healed her. Yeah, so, right. Like, what was the point of showing that Rey could force heal if Rey wasn't going to force heal him later? Yeah. And aside from, like, the baby Yoda doing it in Mandalorian, like, the force nobody else could force heal up to this point. Part right? of me was uh, wondering that's why Santa in, they released Fen- the Mandalorian in, episode in Phantom Menace early. Uh, either Qui Gon or Obi Wan, somebody does something uh-huh. like it, they they didn't know what it was. He just like kind of for, you know boop and then he like he pops up you know like who is this in Phantom Menace? I, I can't remember what the character. I, I, I saw the scene. Somebody mentioned this, brought it up in well, some video I saw. And it was like, I okay. mean, it's, it's been done before, just not like it, 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 there was no name given to it. I, right. I do think yeah. you you had mentioned about the Mandalorian. They yeah. released that episode not on a Friday, but a Wednesday of the weekend of the premiere. Yeah. And in that episode was where they showed Yoda healing. So part of me wondered about the fuck why there was a reason it. why they did that. Because like if um if. If uh, Anakin Skywalker had possessed force healing, he could have just like healed uh, Pad. What what was his wife's name? Padme. Padme. Yeah, he could have just. Healed or Luke him. could have healed his his dad. Luke could have healed his dad. Like, yeah. Could and, he have healed like his own? Well, they like, I mean, they, they say in the movie, uh, Ray's like it, it's she's giving a piece of her life force. Okay. Right. <laughs> But hopefully, I hopefully she can charge up with some hearts that she finds yeah. along the way. Yeah, I would just would have liked it better if he was like, yeah, I, I did all this stuff, but I can redeem myself not through my death because it's super cheesy, but maybe I can just try to be a good person from here on out. Yeah. Like and work towards his, yeah. actively balancing the right. universe because that should be an, an active thing, right? Not just like kill, let yourself die. And, and so, is the, so is, is the universe balanced now because... The Emperor's dead, Kylo's dead, Rey's presumably going to live another six years or something because she's blown so much of her life force away, and she's just going to like live as a hermit, and then everybody with force powers is just gone. Is that the is that how it's balanced? We'll I, see. In, I, uh, I don't know if I need an explanation, yeah. to be honest. Like, what, what I, like, the whole balance thing doesn't even, it never made sense. It never like, sense, yeah. when, when is it balanced? At what point? Not really ever. Yeah, I think that's what that's what I wanted from this Star Wars franchise was to actually discuss what it meant for it to be balance in the Force. Yeah, because they don't ever really mean balance in the Force. They just mean the Force's domination over the Sith side of things. Uh-huh. Jedi so, over the Sith. So if they, it would have been really compelling if they talked about how you know people aren't good or evil. Mm-hmm. And if we try to balance our good and evil impulses. Then yeah, I thought they were actually going to a more interesting place than they did, which but, is like when, when Ray shoots the thing with lightning. Mm-hmm. But, like maybe she like realizes she yeah. has dark force energy I, in her, but she's going to like carry so, on. So that I actually thought was a pro. Yeah. Let, I thought that was interesting. I was yeah. like, hmm, interesting. This 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 character is wielding lightning bolt force power, and really that's just 
you know, a Sith has done yeah, that. Yeah, It would have been cool. Um, but if she fought herself for like 10 seconds. Yeah, that would have been a cool scene. Before I got interrupted. Yeah. That was also interesting. Um, So, what were some of the good things? I I could go on for days. I mean, we can talk about the the, the freaking coin that Carrie Russell's character gives Bo Dameron that says, here, go with us, Cameron. We can leave and go off on our own adventure. Next scene, you know what? You need it more than me. Just take it and just... I'm going to stay in this shithole that you left me in before. Yeah, and then later, the planet gets blown up and somehow they made it off. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I also really hated how, like, they totally sidelined Rose because it felt like... Yeah. It felt like J.J. was like, man, I hated this character in Ryan Johnson's movie. Mm -hmm. This is a character that... Risked her life to say Finn. That's what I was saying, too. And then she stuck her on the ship or something. Yeah, and she just didn't do anything. She's, like, talking. She's She's like, hey, look at research. Yeah. Which is what I think they... Carrie Fisher's death. The awful timing, I guess. Yeah. And, And with Disney, with, you know, release dates, you know, years and years and, you know, into the future... You know, and it's like, I guess it's been, when did she die? 2017? So. Right at the a, end of the, when, two right, years ago. Right so. before Last Jedi came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and then they already shot so much of scenes for, for the next movie. And, and they didn't want to delay the movie any. Uh-huh. They, they didn't had, want to delay yeah, it. And that yeah, was a big problem. Yeah. And, and even, and then, you know, change directors. And then, and then, you know, Carrie Fisher dies. But we have this, we have this date that we got to hit two years from yes. now. Uh-huh. So they, Santa, they've literally said they were editing while they were filming it, which they said ended up not being that bad, but it, it was definitely never done done before. And two, they had to hit that day, and they realized that if they had just a couple more months to edit it around a bit, that they may have gotten something better, and yeah, they just like were, couldn't, a, didn't have time. a J.J. JJ cut. cut. Yeah. Well, you know what would be interesting is if, if they really weren't pressed for time... Don't just release a director's cut that has extra scenes. Release like a different cut of the movie and just be like, "Hey, here's another take." Like, what do they got to lose? It's not like it. Sell more tickets. Yeah, you sell more tickets and like, you know, I it's mean, not like they have I mean, to say one is the correct one. I mean, Lucas has done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He pioneered it. Yeah. Um. So, so what were some good things? Uh, start with you, Nicole. I liked the little uh, alien that. Took out. Hey, hey. Bobby Fanuc. Yeah, whatever. I liked him. He made me laugh. Baba freak. Baba freak. He seemed funny. Okay. I also liked Conehead, even though I know you guys didn't. I still thought he was I, the conehead was fine, but why did we need the conehead? Yeah, what was the? We point needed of that? some cute merch to sell. Right. Um, yeah. And BB-8 needed a friend because C-3PO had R2D2, so BB-8 needed a conehead. Conehead. Conehead was voiced, I believe, by. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And I guess kind of like a dance mark. Oh, the, you know, he was on the ship that Ray's parents were on and he kind of, he knew things or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like, I don't care for, for that. I just think he was a little cute little bugger. Mm-hmm. So you just like the cute little characters that had no yeah. real. Yeah. There were some cool shots too, but the, the cuteness stood out. Santa, what worked well for you? I'm trying to think. There were some funny parts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was funny moments that were kind of 
I, I think some of the audience didn't really like it because it seemed out of place, but I, I, I was okay with it. I would just, you know, it was like that at the end whenever uh, uh, Kylo or Ben makes that jump and then he hits the wall and he's like, ouch. You yeah. Know? And they're like, you know, they're like, you know, now he's doing, he's doing, he's doing banter now. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, he was, he was a Sith Lord like, you know, five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, mine, I guess, I'll go ahead and just say, well done, Chewie got a medal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about fan service, Cameron. Because that was the thing, is. he didn't get the medal in, in a new, at the end of a new home. Yeah. What was that medal even, what was it? For being a hero of the Participation. Saving uh, But I mean, he's sitting, standing there right next to Han and, right. and Luke. And they shaft him. Yeah. Cameron. But, but what does that medal get him? Uh, it doesn't, but it's okay, fan yeah. service. Right, right. It gives so, him recognition. It's just a bow they're tying up. I, I, I was fine with that. I thought it was a good moment to put in. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Was there um, was there some good moments? Uh, I don't know. If, so the fight scene with uh, Ray and uh, Kylo on that bridge thing overlooking the wreckage of the Death Star was certainly cool. Yes. Um, and I mean. Th- for, I thought all the fighting was actually yeah. well done. The action was well done. Actually, one thing I didn't... Well, I'll, I'll, I don't, I, this is about what I liked. Um, so I, I still like Ray and Kylo's interaction. As far as I'm concerned, for this movie and the last one, just cut out everybody else and just have it be about them. Yes. And especially like where Ryan Johnson was going with like a... Maybe this whole light side, dark side thing is bullshit, and there's a third way. Yeah. Like, if they had explored that more, which is where he clearly seemed to be going with it, and then J.J. Abrams, you know, didn't follow through on that. But I I just thought they were, like, the most... The the most and the only interesting thing that was actually happening. I think they were the only ones that actually had any... Where close of a resemblance of character development. Yeah, and and I like... I don't know if they had, like, a resolution. All the other characters were just, like... Yeah. There, there was a redemption for Ben Solo slash Kyle yeah. Ren, and there was Ray went from I'm nobody, I have no connection to, I know who I am now, and I know who I want to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they had their arc. Right. Everybody else, eh. And I actually thought the kiss at the end made sense, because like, it's not like, and then they fell madly in love and lived happily ever after. It's like, they have had a very emotional like experience nobody understands them except the other person and it was just like an emotional exchange and they had an emotional connection and even i don't know what he called it like a diachrom santa or a diatom diatom die something die something i thought whatever that was i in the fact that they had this yeah i i like better though the mental connection i didn't like the physical connection so the fact that he's able to reach out to her and, and grab a necklace things. or stain yeah. thing, i think that's a little bit bogus but i do like them having this conversation that they started in the last movie right, right? across mm-hmm. worlds yeah how does the physical thing work that doesn't make the physical sense. thing i don't think it makes sense nicole don't I mean, think too hard about it i just, just, like just keep that. going just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, that's why it's, it's a fantasy <laughs> in space Right. But yeah, it's not sci-fi. Yeah. Well, I did like how in the one scene where she's in his quarters and he's following her on the planet, like, they can only see the other person. They can't see what's around yeah. them. So he doesn't know where she is, even though she's, like, right in front of him. And then through their fight, like, she knocks over his Vader's mask, and then he's like, oh, now I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. 
So I started drinking heavily one night, Santa, uh, and started rewriting. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> well, when we say we drink beer, I think this was whiskey. Um, and we we say when we can rewrite things, there, there's hope, but that means that if we could have rewritten it, you know, to be somewhat more interesting, then why couldn't they, mm-hmm. right? So as I was trying to go through some high-level bullet points, I thought that actually the movie was there. There was just not enough time to make it happen. And you almost needed to either, A, take that movie, Santa, and, and break it up into two, or what you can't do is go back in time and just cut down Last Jedi to its bare elements, add in some necessary parts, and then all of a sudden Rise of Skywalker makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It's like they should have planned it all out before they right. made but why didn't they, Santa? these movies. It beats me. I don't know. <laughs> so imagine you're supposed to have these answers. Yeah. Imagine there's the person who runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe at Disney, and the person who runs the Star Wars Cinematic Universe at Disney. They clearly never got together. I, in my mind, this could be totally wrong. I don't know anything about how Disney's run, but in my mind, those people have the same boss. So imagine sitting in a conference room during some sort of like group performance review, and the MCU person has made twenty movies that all stitch together almost seamlessly. And meanwhile, the person running Star Wars like can't handle three. Gotcha. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> I I think their boss probably doesn't care anything about that. He's yeah, they've all made hundreds of millions. So, high level bullet points of that came out <laughs> of my my whiskey bender. Uh, and I'm gonna start back with the Last Jedi. Um, all the Luke Ray stuff, perfectly fine. Maybe trim it down a little bit and add a couple more things that I'll get to in a second. Uh, I think, uh, Nicole, you should have added the Wayfinder back in Last Jedi. Yeah, I guess if we have to have it. Because, cause, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if the Infinity Stones were at the very end of the Avengers, yeah. that wouldn't have made sense. True. But the fact that they added it along the way and it became a, a MacGuffin that was its own mm-hmm. character. I would like to, I guess, also just kind of expand the idea of what the Waystones are and they're not just like two thing, one of two that exist and I would have argued Kylo Last knows, Jedi should have been I'm sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, Kylo knows knows about one and we only know about the other and then Ooh, you almost tied into what I said. So uh, Kylo is looking for the Wayfinder, mm-hmm. uh, with Snoke, who's also looking for the Wayfinder, and we think that uh, one party has it, but another party actually does have it. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing of way of of Last Jedi, with the exception of Kylo and, and not Kylo, Ray and Luke doing their draining, is Kylo and Hux and Captain Phasma looking for the Wayfinder in two separate groups of of Carrie Fisher, Poe, Finn. Um, what's the the Asian girl's name, whatever. Rose. Rose. Uh, and, and that's it. So it's almost like the chase of Darth Vader chasing after uh, Han Solo and and Leia and all that to, to ultimately get to Luke. Mm-hmm. It's them chasing one group, another group chasing another group to find the Wayfinder. And you're not really sure which one. Maybe you don't even know that one of the group has the actual Wayfinder. I thought if you entered in that at the beginning, it would have been a little bit better. 
I think also you could have used that time to build up a relationship between Poe and Finn, Santa, which I didn't feel like that that was there at all. Like, was there any connection on Poe and Finn that you really... I mean, I felt that it was building in Force Awakens, but did anything really happen in the next two movies that made you think, like, these guys are best buds. They, they love each other. I mean, the only, the only time you really, really saw it in Last Jedi and in... in, in... Uh, Rise Skywalker is when they when they meet up again they you know they they always hug and you know they're always happy to see each other but that was it that was it yeah I, I think Captain Phasma should have survived I think they miss an opportunity to do something really cool with her yeah they kept talking about her like being this badass female character and Gwendolyn Christie had all this cred because she was in Game of Thrones and like she had a handful of lines in both of those movies she could have been like a foil to. Um, Finn yeah. almost. She who, should have been. Because Finn is like he was conscripted to as a stormtrooper but then he developed a conscience and decided to leave and she could have been the opposite had maybe also conscripted at the same time but like totally embraced it in order to survive. Yeah. So that leads me yeah. to how I felt like the movie should have ended. With, with Luke dying but I know this sounds exactly like Empire Strikes Back Return Jedi, but you know what, Santa? It fucking works. No, oh, yeah, I mean, they're uh, all Have Phasma, in, like, Phasma like capture Finn, and she's going to torture him, not put him in carbonite, but torture him. But And at the end, Luke dies, but Poe and all of them say, like, we gotta go rescue Finn. And so Rise of Skywalker starts off with them coming up with a plan to mm-hmm. rescue Finn. And then they kill Captain Phasma. And they kill Hux then, too. Because the other problem I've had is, is Hux is the, the mole, Santa. Yeah. Right. Like, what, I don't even... What was his line when they finally... When he, he rescued I, them? And he, he goes, just like, I just want, don't want you to be in charge. No, I, or, I don't want Kylo to To, to be win. in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was want, so weak. I don't want you to win. I want Kylo to lose. Yeah. Right. Petty. I don't believe he's that petty. Like, It was so bad. That, that just pissed me I off. I mean, they made him, like, like just so shrill and like neurotic and uh the last jedi though so it kind of so the, made a, the addition kind of. that i would add to the luke and ray stuff is they did the whole thing with the books right that yeah. luke had all these books uh-huh. what if ray stumbled upon the books about the wayfinders yeah. Right. Because Lando said that Luke was looking for the Wayfinders. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They. Mean, they. She if, saw a photo of the Wayfinder in the books. Yeah. If anybody had any, uh, like, ability with this whole franchise, they definitely would have started the Wayfinders at. In I think if you movie. did all that, then you were able to trim down the. We gotta get to here. We gotta get to here. We got to get to here. Right. The Rise of Skywalker, and then you just let it develop. And you could also eliminate that whole casino planet scene. That made oh no God. Sense. That was like, so well, it's like they, they, they were creating MacGuffins to introduce new characters, and then with these new characters, do nothing with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Yeah. I would have wanted a little bit of Palpatine in... The Last Last Jedi? Just not, just a little, just like a taste. Okay, like, so that, I have a solution for that as well. So, so, Kylo and Snoke are interacting, right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking, and let's say Kylo's having this moment... Cameron, when his back's turned to Snoke, and he's trying to think about what he does in the situation, and all of a sudden, Snoke's voice uh, repeats a line that the Emperor Palpatine had said, and he says it in the voice of the Emperor, Uh and he has this kind of moment of just like, 
what did you yeah, just say? Yeah. And turn around, and he repeats it back, and he does his normal Snoke yeah. voice. Uh-huh. You good. sort of kind of get yeah. a hint that Still maybe wrong. the Emperor is a part of Snoke in right. some sort of way, or maybe Kylo's just hallucinating. Like, I don't know just what. Just a little, little hint, little taste. Did they just did they make Snoke? Uh, just is he just a clone? He's, yeah, he looked like a. They had like ten of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like an aborted fetus. I, I think yeah. he was. I mean, there was people that was. There's a lot of online debate. Uh, about whether or not the, you know, the Palpatine that got killed or at the end of Return of the Jedi was a clone. Maybe. maybe? I don't know. Or a clone or maybe he was using a, kind of like the uh, the island. They're, they're, these were parts. They, he was using them for body parts. And then uh, Snoke was like, like uh, uh, cognitive enough to, to become like a puppet uh-huh. in a way. I heard a thing where, like, the em- the Emperor that we see in The Rise of Skywalker is the only real Emperor, and he's always been on that planet for, like, thousands of years. Right. And, like, the Palpatine we see throughout the 4, 5, and 6 is, like, the clone he sent at that time. Yeah. To, uh... Even if you go back to episode 1, 2, or 3, they were saying that was a, yeah. a yeah, clone. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, it's, it's, which then negates the whole... Why is Ray a grandchild of Palpatine? But so it, oh, that that makes zero sense. How is, okay, I don't mind the clone theory, but like, did one of the clones go rogue and get busy with someone? Yeah, yeah. Like, why would he reproduce? Well, it could I mean it could be like Anakin. Anakin yeah, that, that, there you go. Yeah. He, he could I have had an immaculate is. conception of yeah. whatever. I wanted more. We don't no. know who Anakin's dad is. Uh, I really don't want any more. Immaculate conception in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> We're done. I'm done. Yeah, I want only dirty conceptions. Um, are you Santa okay with Ray being a Skywalker, and how they jammed that in? I mean, let's let's put aside the fact that in like scene ten, Ray stumbles upon some old woman on a weird planet where they're having like a. Coachella Festival, I don't know why. And she Burning randomly asks Burning him, what is your last name? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know? Asked that. Why, yeah, why was that necessary? And in the end, to say that she's Ray Skywalker, are you okay with her being a Skywalker? Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, mean, it's a Titanic yeah, she, yeah, Yeah, she, she <laughs> What? Yeah, at the, at the end of Titanic, whenever she makes it to America, she's all like, what's your name? And she takes uh, oh, Dawson. Oh, Rose Dawson. Wow. <laughs> Talk about full circle, because the Titanic <laughs> yeah. was talked about at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Brad's speech, speech, mm-hmm. speech, he shouted out to Leonardo DiCaprio, or as his butt calls him, LDC, and oh, says, I, I would have made room for you on the raft. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Leo appreciates that. Um, LDC, seems like another benefit with the, the thing you worked up is if the they're both chasing after those doohickeys. Yeah. Then the chase can be that, and not them slowly chasing yes! the last remaining see ships. How, yeah. See how this is going to work out so much yeah. better. And you can still wa- wa- work in and the hyperdrive I, blasting through the ships thing. That was like one of the only cool parts of that. Oh movie, it, you know? yeah, that you could have easily worked that out. That 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 could have been Carrie Fisher's idea of how to escape, and yeah. Kylo was trying to carry carry off of Carrie Fisher. And see, it can be a whole while while while. Uh, Ray and Luke are having this whole thing and with Kylo jumping in on the Force connection, Kylo is having this connection with Snoke, he's having this connection with his mom, Carrie Fisher, who he's chasing after. Yeah. There's all this mental mind game stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I think I have a secret to potion. I, yeah. I should call J.J. Abrams and say, like, let's, let's, let's watch this Let's just try it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's watch it back. Um, let's get rid of this one. Let's restart. Yeah. So, it could be like, you know, Sony with Spider-Man. Just like in four years, they'll just redo yeah. it. So Episode did, six again. Did you read a plot scene by scene point? Or did you just really high level, Nicole, on the, on the spoilers? There were... There was a, a... It was like a bulleted list. Um, the spoilers I remember were mostly about Ray. And about how the action with her and Kylo Ben played out where, where they had the fight and then the way that ended and then going to the planet and then the fight with the Emperor and then she dies and then he saves her. That, that was the big that was portion of thing. it. Um, I also read that the last shot was Ray on the farm in Tatooine. With the, which was cool. Which was, was fine. The only thing is, uh, they, didn't they do the, the suns, the, the dual sunsets yeah. in the end of Last Jedi as Mark Hamill died? Um, Probably, but not on a different planet. I'm going to yeah. say, I, I kind of want... Know. I thought he was on Octu. Yeah, he, he, he was on a different planet, but I thought, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I thought they had like the dual sunsets on Tanny. Revenge of the Sith they did. Well, maybe that's it, I don't know. I kind of wanted Ray to not settle on that farm. I thought that was a little. It was Why like, would she go back to Tatooine? Yeah. To bury the bury the lightsabers, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah, that's where Luke grew up. It wasn't. It didn't. But why does Leia care? It didn't feel meaningful to her. I guess like yeah. it would have just been a place she'd heard about. Um, so I thought maybe it would have been better for her to go back to like the place with all the porgs. Right. Yeah. She did the training and. Where she met, with, met yeah, yeah, Luke and everything. Or she could go back to the planet she uh, started on in Force Awakens, right? That honestly would have kind of been good too. Like she Tatoo. knows who she is now. Yeah. She's her yeah. own person. She's accepted her past. Yeah. And so she's going to that part of her life as a new person. But it just it just felt like they were just thinking about. What Star Wars fans would fan service. Yeah, it's complete fan service. Yeah. But, oh, it's that place again. But it was it was really nice knowing that Ray was a, a Palpatine and all the Palpatine. I didn't know about the Wayfinders or anything. I just knew about the the, the Palpatine stuff basically. Did you know that the planet where uh, Kylo Ren gets the Wayfinder first, Cameron, is Mustafar, the volcano planet that I that thought Kenobi and them had fought on. Yeah. And, and, and isn't that where Vader makes his like? Secret is, Refuge. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's secret, but yeah, Vader has, because they also reference it in Rogue One, yeah. right? So they had Moose, yeah. Uh, Kylo, not Kylo, Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I didn't know that, but I was like wondering if that was what was going on They didn't there. say it, but It would it, make it sense, because if, if, if you're going to go get it somewhere, like there's probably one... On the Death Star that the Emperor had, and one in, in Vader's possession, you know, on his whatchamacallit castle thing. So, Santa, That's are not we bad. are we doing a disservice with the opening scroll cuts with Star Wars? Are they explaining too much? Because I felt like, I mean, they basically said pretty much that Emperor Palpatine lives at the very beginning of the movie. Well, that's I mean, the scrolls are usually there to show what's happened in between movies, and but. They, I don't think they gave enough info. They just said, hey, this person is back. Yeah, you know, what is I mean, what is like, the voice that was heard across the universe? Did everybody, like, hear it in their heads? 
Was it like a podcast everybody was subscribed to? <laughs> yeah, I was like, if they if they if they end it last Jedi with with what, with the Emperor's is, laugh, then they could, yeah. Yeah, did then they, like did everybody just like I I feel it, like, it was a hot new top forty. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a really compelling thing to see, like it everybody's was, reactions, that it, it was, was like confined to one. It was Palpatine sending out that evite to all the the Sith yeah, spirits. Yeah, okay, all the Sith spirits. <laughs> he, he did it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the dress code. Yeah. Uh, oh, doing a cloak thing. So speaking of, and I, 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 this this is a good transition to. So has anybody sort of kind of at least read or seen videos or podcasts of people or listen to podcasts of people talking about the movie? Um, I watched the uh, the review from the Red Letter Media. Guys. The it, the seventy minute out of the box type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I I did as well. Um, and I, to be fair, I did a healthy balance of people who were anti it and people who were totally pro it. Uh-huh. And so for the anti it, or if they are anti it, you don't really know do you watch it. I, I turned to Red Letter Media, and I thought one of the news jokes they said was, "Is Vine has come back? We're just <laughs> going to send you seven seconds worth of, of video, and yeah. this is just a bunch of Vine videos kind of like parsed together." Yeah. Um, Santa is the social media and press media or whatever justified in their uh, uh, not giving a thumbs up to the movie. What did that? It's all on your shoulders, Santa. Uh, I mean, because if you look at like the the audience score compared to the the critic rating, okay, audience score is at eighty six percent, and critic ratings, you know, fifty four. I don't know what that number is. Wasn't it the other way around for Last Jedi? It was the other way around for Last Jedi. So, yeah. Uh, and, that, and the consensus from the critics has been there's just too much in this movie and not, and not a lot of payoff. Right. And the audience score, the consensus there is that it's just a fun ride. Yeah. So, I mean, it, so basically, the Star Wars fan base are a bunch of hacks <laughs> who don't have taste. So well, it's, a, it's I, a vocal I, minority of, of the of the fan base that they hate the movie. Yeah. So if you think about the Red Letter Media, Cameron, those guys did a really awesome job about talking about things like character development and pacing and right. everything else that makes a good script that they failed to do in episode one, two, three, and then apparently have somewhat... They somewhat had some missteps... And Red Letter Media definitely feel like they had some missteps with The Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. about everything. Um, but if you just treat it as, look, this is not supposed to be this huge, you know, opera thematic thing. It's just supposed to be action. If you just take it for action and just have fun with it, you might like it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it, it just another point that I thought they made that was good was like, if if more had happened in the second movie, they wouldn't have had to cram so much into this movie, you know? Yeah, and that, that was their mistake, right? Yeah. I mean, clearly, there was not a lot taken from The Last Jedi. Yeah. They, they took the fact that there was Luke was dead. taken from The Last Jedi. Luke was dead. There's this book out there that has yeah. a Wayfinder. Um, but they threw away anything that had to do with that casino planet. Right, and I think Carrie Fisher may have had more screen time in Rise of Skywalker than she did. Oh, she totally did. Yeah, they they went from saying they're not going to do a whole bunch of CGI stuff to to totally doing it. And actually, I I think 
they did better. I actually thought it was more... Carrie Fisher was way more interesting in Rise of Skywalker than she was in Last of Jedi. Mainly because she was talking more. Right. Even though she yeah. was not there, but... Jumanji, The Next Level, and Star Wars, The Rise of Star- Skywalker are both at around 86-87% on the audience score. Hmm. Which seems right, right? They're both just fine. Just fun if, rides. Just fun if you just don't think... Don't think. Don't think too much about it. Just keep much. on going. Just let it happen. Don't analyze it. Don't don't overthink it. Just it's good times. Let it happen. Uh, I I think people were wanting more, and it just wasn't able to be done for multiple reasons. They didn't yeah. have enough time to prepare the second movie to set you up for the third, Cameron. Mm. And Santa, they ran out of time to edit it to a cut that made it everybody happy. I um I still think. You know, it's it's like it's one of those things where like with episodes one, two, and three, who are you pissed off at? You're pissed off at George Lucas because he made three bad movies, right? Or one horrible movie, oh, a not good movie, and an okay movie, depending on how you think of those three movies. With with these three, it's like who are you even mad at? It's not. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat fault, pissed off at JJ Abrams' fault. I'm somewhat know. pissed off at JJ Abrams because he had set it all up on a tee with Force Awakens, I thought, yeah. and then you just said. I assume y'all got it, right. and him assuming that they all got it was a bad mistake for him. Yeah, but also he's he's a director. He's not necessarily like a, so a franchise runner. The biggest blame yeah. I put on Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, the it's, person it's who really, took it's, over. It's, you know, in these, it's all really on her. And these giant corporate behemoths, the person you got to be mad at if they ruin the thing you like, is the corporate entity running the. They thought know, it was just like, look, we franchise. just we just we just do it like we did. MCU, but we really didn't do it. Except we just, somebody we bought those people. Yeah, except somebody who did the person who did the MCU fucking did it. Like you heard with every one of those movies that came out, you heard about how it's like okay, make your movie, do what you like, but hit you these need to hit beats. this, this, and this. Yeah, because yeah. it ties into the overall thing we're doing. And Ryan Johnson had specifically said nobody gave him anything like that. Yeah, he left him with nothing, which I thought he actually still did something good with it. I, I thought he great did. with it, but yeah. What, what's unfortunate, I think, is he took it in an actual different direction and then but he didn't necessarily take it in a direction where he he didn't write the third movie because that wasn't his job so then you know where is it actually supposed to go nobody knows it was going to be his job oh and they took it away from him they took it away from him oh well I would like I would have actually liked to see what he did with it release the Ryan cut yeah, or <laughs> pretty the, much the Ryan Johnson screenplay it's stuck behind his bathroom I get do you think they were trying to hint at another series in the middle of that with Lando and that other girl? And yeah, that was thrown I, I, it was like Maybe. A, it's like a backdoor pilot to a Disney Plus show. That's maybe. what I'm thinking. Like, are they going to... Because I don't think... I didn't get the whole, hey, why don't we Does go? Billy Dee Williams have it in him to do a... He could barely walk. Yeah, I know. Like, but it, it certainly wouldn't be a movie, I don't think. But I could see... Like, no, I could I see could something. I could see a Disney but... show. Yeah. Interesting way to start. But he he's like old enough that like I feel like he couldn't even deliver his dialogue very well. You know. How old is Billy D? Let's find. He's out pretty old. Like basically, he was walking around with a cane. Yeah. Much. I saw him on an episode of NCIS, and he looked pretty old. Yeah, I saw him on Modern Family. He never got out of share. Oh, I know how old he is. He is eighty-two years old. Pretty darn That's old. old. That's pretty old. Do you know what his middle name is? Daniel. No. Oh. Dave. Billy D. D. No. December. 
December. December. <laughs> That's fun. You he was born remember? in April, though. So. Uh, in December. All right. Uh, I am opening up the table for anybody to discuss any other topics they want to discuss about Star Wars. So they announced or Skywalker, or not or announced, that. but there's going to be ru- there's definitely more rumors that the next thing is going to be Old Republic or High Republic. You know, oh, so I'm like done. is it actually going to get the green light? Four hundred years before, I I I think so. But okay. I'm so done with Star yeah, Wars. but. Just leave it alone. Give it, they, give they, it some time. Yeah, give it some time. At, yeah. at, did you make it through the whole red letter media camera? Yeah. yeah. When they at the end, they were just like, "I'm so fucking glad we're we're done fucking talking about Star Wars because right. I don't want to talk about." They it really have exhausted again. the franchise, and yeah. it's funny because they haven't made that many movies totally. But if I go back to what we talked about yesterday, or not yesterday, last podcast is I I don't need to see another movie like this. It's they got to start totally. Big. Yeah. Something else well, with, different. With the MCU, they, there's like a rich history of things they could have picked from. Star right. Wars had that too, but then they threw out the whole expanded universe. Yeah. When, that was a mistake. When that they was could a big have mistake. chosen Don't, some of these other intricate stories. The books were really good. Yeah. The books were fantastic. They were, there were a lot of things they could have done and you know, lots of places to get started with. Yeah, you have all these books. Just like pick the five that are the best of all of them. You and could pick one story arc. Tweak it the way yeah. you want. And yeah, it's like the MCU was wide in that way. Instead, with Star Wars, we got specific. It's like, we're going to explain how the Force works with Metachlorians. We're going to explain why it wasn't just a stupid writing fuck-up when Han said that he could make the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Like... We're we're gonna explain all this shit to death and make you bored as fuck. You know, like Yeah. I'm ready I'm ready for other I'm ready for bad boys, I think. <laughs> I'm ready for a Nobody's really ready for bad if they boys. They come out with another Star Wars movie. Bad boys for life. <laughs> they need to like have no lightsabers. Which I hope was like uh, the symbolism sure, of I mean, burying them. That's what High Republic and Old Republic that's it's it, full of lightsabers. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's Jedi and you know. <laughs> I, I that that's a Another as long one. as they don't talk about Yoda, I'm fine with it. But the problem is, they're still going to talk about fucking Yoda. It'll be it'll, it'll be actual baby Yoda, right? <laughs> it's, it'll be it'll be it'd be funny. There if was, it was a like, whole. Go ahead. I was just it'd be funny if it was like teenage Yoda smoking a cigarette. Nah. <laughs> they did ask uh, John Favreau and Pedro Pascal about that going woes, and they talked a little bit about it. So, um, all right. Well, if nobody else says anything more, let's. Go to the ratings. Best out of five. Nicole, you want to tip us off? You saw, you, you saw it or read it before everybody else. So I'm going to say like a 2.5. Um, it's it's not there's some, it's not irredeemable, but it's just not a t- solid type story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. So I, I I mellowed down a little bit when I walked out of the theater. I <laughs> Where was, were you at I, when you walked out of the theater? One point nine. Okay. Solid one point yeah. nine. Uh, I, I'll go two point two five. Okay. Just just it's just I'll watch it again. I'm trying to decide if I'm if 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 I had an opportunity to watch. I guess right now I would watch Rise of Skywalker again over Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've seen Last Jedi like two or three times. Out of all of them, this last trilogy, I feel like Force Awakens is the most rewatchable at this point in time. Yeah. I need to watch Force Awakens one more time and just have fun with it. And then maybe that'll change my perspective. Uh, the fact when I was doing my rewrite of it, that the pieces were there, there just wasn't enough time to develop it. Said, okay, 
you know, it's not totally just worthless. It's something to be saved. Santa. Uh, would you say two point five? No, copy her. <laughs> be that. Be a, be your own man. Two point seven. Uh, okay. How about that? Two point seven five. That sounds good. Uh, that's that's a little over fifty percent, right? That's like fifty-five percent. Yeah. I'll do two and one third. Two point three repeating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just just to you know shake it up. Not commit. We're all to hovering a, somewhere between a, a two and a three. Not commit you know, to a basically. specific number. You know, but three, we usually give to at least an average movie. So three's kind of. I average, would get. Right? I wish I could look up and see. Well, I can't. I wish I had looked up and seen what I uh, rated Last Jedi because I feel like it was a hair worse than the Last Jedi overall. I, I yeah, we're gonna go back. I, I I think here's what I ultimately concluded, and and I'm also not gonna the whole trip of well, this trilogy certainly made the prequel look ten times better because it really didn't. No, the prequels still are worse. It's still it's still a bad. Lot worse. Um, I I think they captured lightning in the bottle with the first three movies. Yeah. I think um, George Lucas had this jerk off CGI festival yeah. for the the prequel trilogies, and that's what we got. And I thought J.J. Abrams and Disney did their best to. Look, let's not make it about CGI. Let's at least try to tell some kind of story. And they got close, but they really just ran out of time to do the right character development. This is yeah. why when you write a paper, you make an outline beforehand. Right. And then you don't just start typing idly for five pages and then turn it in and expect to have a cohesive narrative. Yeah. I feel like we're talking about your day job now a little bit. No. <laughs> that's true. Well, but that, I, that's what I tell that's what I Strong tell intro paragraph. Yeah. But you your just, thesis statement is right. nice. I like but it. But then it just kind of wanders yeah. off. To, they, to be fair, they didn't do that with uh, episodes four, five, and six. They just like organically wrote three stories. But Lightning doesn't strike twice. Yeah, then again, they, like, <laughs> you know, they had maybe more talented people. I don't know. There, there was too much connection. For in this trilogy to to the original trilogy, yeah. with Force Awakens having, you know, Han, uh, Han Solo and and they, and Leia still around thirty years later, you know, and Irving Kirshner spent a lot more time on character development yeah. in two or or Empire, yeah, and that carried over the fun that you had in one and allowed uh, or four. And allowed Return of the Jedi to sort of... We don't have to do that much character development other than the whole Luke, Emperor, yeah. Darth Vader thing. That's the only thing we got It allowed them to about. focus on specific everything else who gives a shit. Like, hey, okay, Han and Leia love each other. We don't need to tell the romantic yeah. story yeah. anymore. Uh, Lando and them are friends. Who cares about Niem Nub? He's an interesting character that's going to sell a bunch of toys. And we find him with Lando. And right. Abba seems cool. Yeah. You know? Um... But doesn't really have to. Really, do that much. If, if Empire Strikes Back had not been the film that it was, I don't think we'd even be talking. We about might those be. Movies. I I think that's a really yeah. valid point, like, Cameron. Maybe they would have made Return of the Jedi, but after that, nobody would have given a shit. Like it would have just been over. But Empire Strikes Back is like probably one of the you know best science fantasy you know space movies. I totally agree. We've had you know totally agree. You should make that a term, sci fan. Yeah, Side science game. fantasy. Because I mean, because it's not science fiction. There ain't nothing science fiction about it, you know. Well, we've done it. Cameron, are you going to buy the box set? <sighs> no. <laughs> you going to buy the box set? All nine? 
Santa? Probably not. I don't they're gonna all, market all it. It's coming to you at Christmas. I've got I've got Disney Plus for three years. Right, dude. Yeah, I, I feel like how many more times do I have to buy the white album? I bought the Blu-ray of one through six. Now I gotta pay extra coin for nine. There's only one box. I will buy whatever version is a, is actually released with the theatrical releases of A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. And you know what? That would probably sell the most, and it's never going to happen. Yeah. No. Somehow well, Luke no, well, is still Lucas is alive. No. Somehow he's still holding that up, but like. You know, those it's probably the first thing written on his will. Yeah, <laughs> burn the burn the negatives. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, thanks, friends, for listening in to us end a chapter of the Skywalker saga. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. We're hoping that this podcast catches fire in all of the countries around the world, like our last yeah. dollars <laughs> podcast. I mean, solo reached over. Yes. Hashtag hot takes. Yeah. Um, Feel free to retweet and republish and re-like and put us on all the bots. You can uh, us for Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like to have that on our uh, resume. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll uh, hear and listen to you next time. Lenny Bruce is not a